0: Another dollar here in post-apocalyptic America. Uh, so this morning I was watching, I think, NBC, and this guy Willie Geist comes on, the anchor Willie Geist. I interviewed him more than a decade ago, one of my first jobs out of college, working for uh, Jim Cramer's website. And I did an in-person interview with Willie Geist, who at the time was a substitute anchor for the Today Show. They would use him when somebody else would call in sick or something. Or sometimes he would host the final hour. There's like a third or fourth hour of the Today Show. It's not as popular. And uh, he was the host of that. So anyway, you flash forward more than ten years. The guy's still on NBC, still anchoring TV, and looks like he hasn't aged a single day. And uh, so this guy probably makes, I don't know, let's say like four or five million dollars a year at least they provide him with nice suits. Again, he looks like he hasn't aged a single day in 10 or 11 years. And, uh, and yet what he's doing, I don't consider it journalism. He's literally just reading off of a teleprompter and he looks like a nice guy. He's got this kind of plastic smile. He's a plastic man, right? Again, this is a guy I interviewed. He was very nice to me. Actually one of the better interviews I've done. But when he's on TV, not spontaneous at all. Just the plastic band pushing the establishment's narratives. Make sure you get your vaccines. Ha 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 ha. If you haven't heard that 40,000 fucking times, make sure you get your vaccine. Have you been boosted this season? We got flu shots too. And don't forget, President Biden with his beautiful wife, Jill. It's like this is just not a real person. He's paid a lot of money to go in front of the cameras for 45 minutes or whatever and be a complete non-human. And uh, the issue that Joe Rogan faces, not that I really care about his career path that much, since he deleted all of our conversations, which is one of the shittiest things I've ever had done in media. The more I think about it, (laughs) the more the people who tried to fuck me over Pizzagate are the lamest non-deservers of audiences ever. But Joe Rogan faces an identical dilemma as Willie Geist, and that's that as they throw more money your way and as they give you a bigger and bigger platform, you could actually say less and less. So it's a paradox, right? So in theory, I'm supposed to look at a guy like Willie Geist who has made it in media and go, oh, wow, I want that someday. I want to be on the big TV on Sunday morning telling a bunch of fucking strangers to get their flu shots. But actually, that's not what I want, right? Of course, the the career track in media is eventually to go from being a nobody to having either a TV show or anchoring something or maybe a radio broadcast or they syndicate your podcast on radio. That's the end game, but I don't want that shit at all. You end up like Willie Geist, a plastic man, paid millions of dollars to say nothing, to smile and say nothing of importance. And so guys like that, in a way, they actually envy people like me. Like, for all I know, Willie Geist might listen to this podcast. I get to say the things that he can never say, because to say what I say means turning down the the millions of dollars every year. That's not to say that I'm even qualified to be an anchor on TV. I'm just saying our industry journalism, you're supposed to want to build your audience and make more money. That's natural human desire. But what I'm saying is that the media culture has become so toxified, it's become so toxic and so kind of restrained in what you can and cannot say, that to really do the real thing, to do what Howard Stern was doing, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, to do what Edward R. Murrow was doing 50 years ago, to do what, uh, you know, Chris Hedges did at the New York Times 10 years ago. To do this stuff means you need to say goodbye to the opportunities. And thankfully, we're in year five of me being the co-founder of a media company, Fulcrum News, which finally has its own audience. We're finally at the point five years in where when we, post in our, we post something on our Facebook and we send out a link in the newsletter and we you know, post on our other existing social media. And that's all we have to do. People come to us. It took time to build that up, again, about five years. But this weird chicken-or-egg problem of how do we get our message out there when we're nobodies and when we don't have the resources of an NBC or a Fox or something like that, not even the resources of a Daily Beast or BuzzFeed or Huffington Post by a former, uh, former uh, employer, So don't have the resources of a Huffington Post or anything, and we don't need it. We finally have a real audience that comes to us. And, uh, again, I know that I'm never going to be making the millions of dollars. I just want to be making something. I just want something coming in so that we can continue to put these out in the way that we want. And the way that we want means not cramming it full of a bunch of Bunch of weird, boomer-centric ads for gold coins and shit like that. I just want to put this information out there. The beauty of the Internet is it's not only a level playing field. It lowers the distribution costs, right? So I don't need millions of dollars to get great content out there. It costs almost nothing to do this, uh, aside from, you know, contractor costs, paying our contractors, paying some web hosting fees, maybe, I don't know, 500 bucks a year and web hosting stuff. That's not a lot of money to be on an almost level playing field with, like, NBC's podcast and uh, Business Insider's podcast. To be right up there in the rankings. Uh, it shows you that the, the media is kind of a level playing field if you throw away the money. If you throw away the possibility of getting that $100 million that Rogan got from Spotify to take his show exclusive, if you throw that away, then you can actually do the job. But you can't do the job once you become a Willie Geist. So I hope what I'm saying makes sense. It's like, I guess I'm not explaining it well, but it's like, in athletics, in sports, the goal is to become a professional athlete, right? The goal is not to remain in the minor leagues and unknown or coaching kids making $30,000 a year, coaching kids basketball. No, the goal is to join the NBA, the goal is to make millions of dollars a year like LeBron and to be famous and to be respected for your, uh, your playing skills. But what I'm saying is that the media itself is so toxic that the only people that are going to be appreciated, with very few exceptions, are the people who didn't take the payout. At the end of the day, Joe Rogan did a shameful thing. That $100 million, by the way, some people have speculated it was more. There's no proof it was $100 million. So it might have been, you know, something like $150 million, performance bonus if he reaches a certain number of uh, subscribers or audience retention or whatever. So let's say for the sake of argument, $150 million, so after taxes and his agent fee and all that, Rogan gets, let's say, 70 or $80 million. So that's a lot of money, but that's apparently what it costs to buy Joe Rogan's freedom, right? Because after he took that money, he sat on his hands. The vaccine, all this vaccine shit and COVID-19, this was the big one. This was 9-11 times 300 in terms of the number of people who died from COVID and all the controversy around the vaccines and all the job losses and reorganization of our economy. The impact this thing had was 9-11 times 300 or more. I'm just basing those numbers on, you know, total number of deaths during 9-11, roughly 3,000 people. Total number of deaths uh, in the U.S. from COVID, more than 900,000, nearly a million people. So, again, 300x, the death toll. And we're not even counting the economic toll of, again, all these shuttered businesses, the lockdowns, et cetera. Now the inflation. uh, The inflation that's come from fucked up supply chains and people not wanting to go to work anymore. Uh, So, Rogan could have said some really thoughtful stuff about COVID, and he could have really warned his health-conscious audience, all these younger meatheads and and gym rats, who were curious for his take on the vaccines. And he he really didn't give a good take. He was a pussy. That money bought his voice, right? That money bought Rogan out. So for one thing, you can't find his show or his content anywhere aside from the Spotify app. That was part of the deal, taking it exclusive, as he no longer publishes anywhere else. So he's now only found on one app. But more importantly, his content has changed. You know, you think about what a pussy he is to delete those seven interviews with me and interviews with other people just because he's trying to refine his brand to comply with whatever he had to do to get that money. So uh, you think about it. This is the big one, COVID-19. If you can't use your massive podcast, listened to by millions of people, as Rogan is, if you can't use it to ask the serious questions, then what's the point? Why not become a Willy Geist? Why doesn't Rogan put on a suit and uh, audition for NBC and just be one of these clowns on TV? Because there's really no difference. To get paid $150 million to take your podcast exclusive – and then to sit on your hands when the biggest fucking conspiracy of all time blows through makes you a complete non-interesting person. And obviously a sellout. None of his friends will tell him this, but I'm not his friend at all. He looks like an asshole sitting down there in Austin, Texas with his mansion and trying to turn Austin into some some weird kind of a rerun of the L.A. comedy scene 15 years ago trying to turn it into the best of what he knew in L.A. He looks like a complete fucking asshole. COVID was the big one. He didn't protect his audience. He only brought on uh, vaccine skeptics months after the debate had essentially ended, months after every single one of his listeners either decided to take the shot or not to take the shot. Then he brings on this guy, Dr. Robert Malone, who – Malone is like some kind of sponge, kind of sponge or parrot. It's almost like the Trump effect. Uh, It's almost like the Trump effect here. Uh, Once you take the money, you lose. That's my point, is here this guy should have really been at the forefront of asking basic questions, and instead six months after everybody makes up their mind and they either take the clot shot or they don't. Then he has this weird guy, Dr. Robert Malone, on who claims to be the inventor of mRNA technology, even though a number of experts have said that's a pretty dubious claim. And the guy has, like, no previous media track record. Really weird. He, like, comes out of nowhere. This Twitter account where he starts posting all this shit about the vaccine, and he goes viral. And he's just repeating what, like, other truthers are saying about the mRNA stuff. Just repeating it word for word. And then he starts accusing all these people of being controlled opposition. Controlled opposition. And he says he has friends in the CIA. Weirdly, Malone says, oh, my friends at the CIA. And he's not being sarcastic. He actually means he knows people at the CIA. And then it makes you wonder, who the fuck is this guy? Is this just some kind of narrative wrap-up that after everybody's made their decision on the shots, you have some guy do the big shows to say what much of the truth community has been saying to kind of, like, normalize things? Is that what it is, just a little controlled opposition, limited hangout? Because, again, nobody had heard of this fucking guy ever. He had no uh, background, no footprint, no previous interviews, no previous social media. And then out of nowhere, he's suddenly saying all the things that people were fearful about. He's flat out saying it from a point of expertise, like he knows what he's talking about. And Rogan has the guy on like that makes up for six months of silence on the vaccine and the official narrative. Rogan took that money to shut the fuck up. And so I just don't respect a person like that, beyond deleting all those interviews where we were talking about Bitcoin back in the day. I don't respect somebody like that. And the guy wears a shirt that says the devil himself as he's making jokes about Pizzagate. Oh, it's real funny. Real funny that there's an elite class who fuck kids, that that's like their secret currency is child abuse. That's real funny, man. Oh, wait. One of the most disgusting things I've ever come across, And the more we move through space and time, the more we move through uh, existence. The more I, it becomes apparent, I didn't do a bad thing by reading those WikiLeaks. Got some sick families in D.C. and Virginia, and the whole goddamn world should hold them accountable, both for their emails and for this pandemic, which they self-enriched from, and from really the last 20 years, bullshit. From 9-11 onward, these families have had way too much influence. And we have their emails. People go, oh, these theories of yours. No theory. We have their email. Torture chamber, walnut saucing, sending six-year-olds to the Virginia Woods for, quote, entertainment, for the entertainment of 70-something-year-old lobbyist billionaires. These people are such fucking trash that people like Rogan should have done the real thing. I can't even imagine how different the world would be if he had discussed some of these emails back when it mattered, instead of making jokes about it, instead of wearing his devil himself shirt and making jokes about it. So, you know, we keep Fulcrum going. We're now entering year six because nobody else is doing what we're doing. You got Alex Jones now bankrupt or nearly bankrupt or something. I don't know how he can pay a billion dollars. Alex Jones off the deep end, still doing this beauty and the beast shit. If we could just get the information to Trump, Shut up already. Trump's one of them. Trump, Trump who put this vaccine on the table, Trump who talks about it with such pride as if he fucking designed it himself, as if he was in the laboratory designing it, guy's got some issues, got some total issues. And a guy who constantly praises our global enemy, Vladimir Putin, constantly praises the guy we're about to go to war with, it's politically untenable, completely politically untenable to have a guy who's in love with our enemy He's done. People who are Trumpies, hey, enjoy the past. You can reminisce over that mediocrity all you want. He's done. He's not the future. So those are my thoughts. And uh, if you enjoy what we're putting out, now's the time to give us our end of year tip. Link in description. A bunch of you guys sent 50 bucks, which is what we asked for. A whole bunch of $50 tips came in, greatly appreciated. Even some, uh, some generous Bitcoin tips for the equivalent of more than $50 each. Uh, so all that stuff came in. Greatly appreciate it. Keep sending. If you enjoy what we're doing, send us 50 bucks so we can put all these episodes and podcasts out throughout the year next year without having to beg for money. I don't want sponsors. I don't want to have to say this again. I don't want to have to constantly plug our PayPal. 50 bucks from each of you gets you a year of fulcrum, gets you guys a year of more of these episodes coming out with no interruption. Because, again, nobody else is doing what we're doing. you got guys like Willie Geist and Joe Rogan, they should be the ones leading the charge against the vaccine. They should be the ones saying, hey, let's look in the WikiLeaks again. Hey, let's talk about cannabis in America. Hey, let's talk about peer-to-peer money and how it invalidates these creepy central banking families. But they don't talk about it. They don't talk about the biggest issues of our time. Here they have a platform that's, you know, the envy of the world, platforms bigger than I'll ever have, NBC, Rogan at the top of Spotify, And yet they don't talk about the real stuff. They've made a kind of deal with the devil, the devil himself. So those are my Sunday thoughts, folks. Fifty bucks from each of you gets you full Fulcrum in 2023. You're listening to Fulcrum News, real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.